Yo. Head up, think fast. You're about to feel the blast. It's the dopest podcast on the net. Oh, yeah. All us geeks, touch your bet. We round the world. We round the net. So get ready and get set. Because we make it look easy. No sweat. Jeff and Jordan, the host. Yeah, they be the best. From the north to the south, to the east, to the west. They cover movies, comics, TV shows, books. These guys going to get you hooked. Don't stop now, just take a look And don't forget to sign our Facebook Cause what they doing is board games, video games Yeah, they on it, they fly like a comet Interviews is up, this podcast is pure Give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure Geek out any topic, no one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it So if you wanna go and get it on Then head to allisgeeks.com Welcome to a special episode of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. I'm Jordan Steinhoff. And you are? Megan. And you are? Sarah. And we're all here to give voice to your inner geek. And uh, your inner geek might be a little pissed off tonight. We'll see. <laughs> well, uh, as we go along. So welcome to a, like I said, special episode of All Us Geeks. We are going to do something we haven't done in a long time. But I know there's a few people that have requested us to do it over the years, and we just ignored you. So, uh, too bad. But since the show has ended now, we are going to do a Season 8 Game of Thrones. Not really recap, but thoughts, opinions, all that good stuff. Uh, And since it was a short season, we're just going to do it all in one episode. And this is going to be our internal therapy session. (laughs) Before we start, I'll start with, of course, if you have not figured it out by now, spoilers there will be spoilers in this episode so if you have not watched and plan on watching the season eight of game of thrones come back later or not at all whatever if by now they don't know the jordan (laughs) spoiler rule then they get what they deserve (laughs) all right so we uh have come to the epic conclusion of the uh, books. Let's start overstating <laughs> things. Let's let's go in with an realistic. We have, we come, have come to a conclusion. <laughs> we have come to the epic conclusion of the books. Ah. <laughs> George R. R. Martin has said, yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> and walked away. No. Uh he has, of course, come out and said that, you know, <laughs> anybody that is a sweet summer child that he's going to finish the series. We may get one book then. I, I'm i not sure about a second and, or the final book, but uh, he says some things will be the same, some will be different, but we'll at least know the journeys between everything that was not allowed to be shown on season eight. So everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all the characters that did not appear, all the characters that are still alive that died on the show, all that stuff. So... If you didn't like the season, then maybe you won't like the books. I don't know. (laughs) Or you will. (laughs) All right. So where do we want to start with this, uh, with uh, this covering of this uh, abbreviated season of Game of Thrones? If only somebody had like some ep by ep (laughs) notes prepared. Something that could kick off the conversation. Yeah. Like, would do such a and thing. And if you can't nerd. freeform. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this called All Us Nerds? No. 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 Oh, okay. 
We don't use the N-word in this See? podcast. No, no. Megan, you need, that you need was to leave. <laughs> she called me a nerd. That's you why are. we're not on well, every that's, week, though, that's, that's different, though, because Megan's a nerd. That's what okay. I'm saying. Yeah. Wait, the librarian's not a nerd? <laughs> I didn't say she wasn't. I'm just saying you were just recognizing, you know, game recognizing game there. Nerd recognizes yeah. nerd. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're proud. Be a fist bump, but there's not enough coordination because they're nerds. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I'm not gonna do All right. that. Um, <laughs> well, I honestly can hardly remember, even though it was a short season, <laughs> the first couple episodes, other than the big battle. Yeah, and then obviously Arya getting on with Gendry. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much what I remember about those two episodes. But I don't know if we want to do this by app or. Yeah, I don't know if we necessarily need to go app by app, but I think we can do high points and low points. High points and low points of each app or whatever. Just just overall. Because if it's each app, I'm with Megan. Yeah. This this season has been a. What what happened? Mm -hmm. And really, that's just a good question in general for this season. For an abbreviated season, what really happened? For only eight hours. Two battles. Eminently forgettable. Right. Yeah. There's uh the the two two battle episodes and then a wrap up is all you really needed out of the season it seems like mm-hmm. of what they presented now you know a lot of people it, it would have been nice if it would have been a full season um because there is some stuff they could have potentially expanded on but I also don't feel that they used the six episodes mm-hmm. to the best advantage either there was a lot of fluff and something that they were condensing anyway yeah yeah. Well, I think that's part of the problem is they hype this entire season up as, yeah, 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 we're going to do a very shortened season with six episodes, but they're going to be amazing. All episodes are going to be amazing six episodes, and it just did not seem that and, way. And very, longer. And, and, yeah. I don't even mind if it was, they just, it was so disjointed and rushed, and they got to the ending that really, if you didn't see coming, you just obviously hadn't been watching the series the entire time. But at the same time, so they got to the ending that I think was the only ending that could happen. But at the same time, it was like they rushed it so fast that we lost everything great about what made the series great. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was like the William Barr executive summary version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was like you get four pages out of the... 390 or whatever the actual Mueller report was. But. And, and, I mean, at the end of the day, it was like... Wow. Sarah comes on and takes us political. What... <laughs> <laughs> was just making well, that's a... okay, because my observation is... <laughs> just making a salient social <laughs> comparison. And I just had a hard time. They knew where the ending was going to be, and they just went as fast as possible to get to the ending without having any real explanation. And then they really lost, I think, certain key elements of characters along the way to make certain that they were at the end point they needed to be. And that was my frustration with a lot of the characters, which is, had we had full seasons or full explanations or full understanding of what the character needed to be to get to that end point, I think it would have been better, but we didn't get that journey there. Right. I have absolutely no knowledge of filmmaking. (laughs) I have absolutely no desire to have knowledge of filmmaking but my question is what is the difference between shooting eight hours in one hour chunks or eight hours in six chunks of a buck 20 each because if they had put stuff in to make it even just eight eps 
to change the pacing a little bit, even if they didn't adjust the story all that much, but just to change the pacing and give one or two more scenes every ep to shed some light, to give Jamie more than 30 seconds of inner torment, to give, you know, Tyrion, or in, in fact, I hesitate to say this, take time away from Tyrion because he, he literally chewed up every good scene yep. in, in, in all eight hours to give time to other people to have a moment or two, it might have dr- drastically improved, but just rushed. It was it was just rushed, like you said, from start to finish. Okay, we got to start this so we can end it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how it felt. And listen, I I would I understand that that would cost a significant amount of money and time. I mean, that's what it takes to do these series. It's not just three or six months; it's years. I get. Well, that, that's what I don't get though. But- if, if they're doing if they're doing eight hours. How I I don't understand and and I I don't I, it's not me being like sarcastic I just I just don't understand the logistics of record of doing eight hours of film in in six eps instead of eight I don't either well, I think it it still goes back to the writing I mean the writer's job is to bring the audience along so ma- so no matter what the length is that when the ending comes it's believable within the realm of the story yeah and there were parts of the ending that I would say lacked a little bit of credibility because the the writers didn't use the time they were given to build up to the ending that they wrote. Correct. Does that make sense? Yes. No, because <laughs> I had the same thought. It's they knew that it's sort of like doing a choose your own adventure. And you like flip to the back and you're like, well, this is the ending I want. Now, how is the quickest way to get to that ending that yep. I want? And I, that's how I felt all along. And I, th- I think they wasted a lot of time on certain characters, Cersei and Euron. I didn't need that whole relationship. Yeah, that, that led to nothing. That led to nothing other than, boy, did she want some elephants. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and it broke my heart how poorly they treated Cersei. And not in the sense of, she was built up to be such sort of an evil, almost like sorceress. Like mm-hmm. she did everything she wanted to finally get that throne. And I, whatever, I'm okay with her being the bad guy. But then at the end, to be like, oh, I only worried about my kids and my love for Jamie. That was so <laughs> not true to that, that was, character. Yeah, that was out of character. And I was just like, I was so disappointed. I wanted her to have. Well, like this a- whole season was because she was always the schemer. She had plan A and then she had plan B and she had all the way down to plan Z. She had something for every. Everything that could happen. And then it was five eps of just staring at a window, drinking the same glass of wine. Right. (laughs) Pregnant. Yeah. Well, Well, that's, that, that's, that's. There's no fetal alcohol syndrome in Westeros. Or, you know, a concern in medieval times. That darn wine. To a point, I, I do agree because, again, she's spent. She spent the entire run trying to not only be her father's daughter, but to be the son he would have wanted and respected. And, and then at one point, even to just be better than him, yeah. right? To, to be like, I'm, I'm better. I'm better than Robert. I'm better than my father. I'm what this realm really needs. Yep. She and, was the master manipulator. And then she just, like Jordan said, just stood there in the window gazing out. Yeah. Well, and, and just even the sense of like, okay, after she was imprisoned in the, the tower, after that moment, she really became like, dude, I'm going to burn the city to the ground of people who have hurt me, including Marjorie and the Citadel. And 
you know, and hopefully rule between my idiot son. <laughs> but, and then he jumped out the window and she was like, screw you. I'm stronger than you. And I'm going to take this whole thing myself. And it, to see from her, from that point to where she became now, I was just so saddened because it was like, I, I was hoping they would honor that character a little bit better. But that's how I sort of, I, there's very few characters this season that I felt was true to what the journey along the way was meant for them. I'm really disappointed that Jamie was not redeemed. Oh. Um, <laughs> now, going back to Cersei is just as believable, but they played it up for on and off for three seasons and two books that this was going to be a redemption moment for him. You know, he wasn't going to be the Oathbreaker anymore. He wasn't going to be the Kingkiller anymore. And I, and I thought they were going that way when she knight, when he knighted her, when they got squelchy together. This, this was, it was love. You know, it wasn't just lust. It wasn't just him. Stop hitting the table. No. <laughs> so for him to just then turn around and go, nah, I'm out again with no, not even, um, just it, it, it was, everything was like just turning on a dime. We have to get these characters to places. Yeah. So we're just going to do anything we're going to do the least amount needed to get them there. Well, and I think the whole point of Jamie's character was he was always trying to be that true knight mm-hmm. that everybody thought he wa- he could be. Yes. I mean, he was Oathbreaker, but he was always trying to fight that label that was given to him. Mm-hmm. Everything from the moment Brienne freed him, or from actually back from Lady Stark freeing him, to going back with Brienne, to giving her the sword, to freeing Tyrion when he was captured in, in the cells, to, I mean, even the, to not fighting the Tullys and trying to arrange peace with them, to the discussion he had with the old lady, Tyrell Marjorie's grandmother. Yep, yep. I mean, everything led to him trying to become this true knight that he was meant to be. And even when he was like, screw you, Cersei, I'm going to go fight the Night King, because that's the battle that needs to be fought, not this Game of Thrones. And then to, like you said, flip it on a dime, I would rather have seen him go out in a blaze of glory fighting the zombies up in the north than what happened. Mm-hmm. Or had White him, Walker. Sorry. <laughs> the White Walkers. <laughs> or had him somehow gone down to Cersei and strangled her, I think would have been a better ending for both those characters. Mm-hmm. I just, it broke my heart that he was like, sudden, I mean, mind you, I didn't buy the whole relationship, Brienne, and that's a whole nother discussion I can have because I didn't <laughs> like how that went. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it was like... Bo- both those relationships uh, ended poorly because they gave no buildup either way. It just wasn't believable to Jamie to finally be like, oh, I was this true knight, and then be like, oh, screw it all. Yeah. I, I, I need my love. I mean, it was just like, what? No. And then the whole fight scene with Euron, talk about wasted tape. Yep. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? That was so pointless. Well, that just goes back to my contention of since book one, anything with a Greyjoy is wasted <laughs> tape. <laughs> <laughs> so going back a little bit, I will I will say that while I, I didn't like the way it played out and it, it wasn't the ending that I, I would have hoped for, I will say that in the moment i can understand cersei potentially having that like the in that moment of certain death the you know life flash before your eyes kind of thing with jamie actually returning to her side i can i can understand that a little bit i still don't like it and i would it would have been a lot better if there was even like again 
her just standing at the dam on the terrace there drinking wine blankly, if there would have been some recognition of shit's coming, mm-hmm. I've screwed yeah. up, you know, any of that there, but it was all steel face and well, wine drinking. Well, 500 grand and doesn't get you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe it just like just about anything just with a few twists here and there, almost all of this could have been potentially kind of fixed. But again, it was the rush. Like we know where we want to end. Let's backtrack to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I will say, I mean, a little bit. I can I can see that reaction in the moment. But I would have liked to have seen it earlier, starting before she went down into the into the crib. We still we we still haven't talked about the the smartest man's plan either for the <laughs> pregnant lady and the one handed man to row away in a dinghy. <laughs> Maybe but between they, them, they got three hands. Well, maybe they took tips from Gendry, who rode for like four years. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't know. It took him a long I, time to get back to West. So, so that that part, like I said, I can understand a little bit. I also, I, I do agree with the fact that, like, what happened with Jamie was just like what, because, like you said, you know, necessary, you know, t- take some time away from Tyrion, take something, but there was no, there was no build up to it. There was no reasoning behind it it was like he did his his good deed or whatever for the day by knighting brianne and then you know mounting brianne later <laughs> apparently <laughs> and then just no like, no i did this with all the king's yeah, guard <laughs> exactly <yeah. laughs> and, then, uh, and then you know just basically doing the morning after walk of shame to go back to Cersei. There was just no, there was no continuity to it. There was no reasoning behind it. And it just in the moment made no sense. Now, if you would have given me some spots here and there, like I said, give him his moment where he's like contemplating different things and, and, and discussing it and, and showing some turmoil, then maybe I could buy him going back to try to find maybe just even just to find closure or something like that. Like this, he, I have a feeling, you know, Cersei's Cersei's not going to win this fight uh, after seeing what I've seen or whatever, and knowing a dragon's going and, or whatever, and have some closure. But we got none of that. We just got the well. We're done in the sack, so I'm gone. It's always been me and Cersei, <laughs> yeah. and, and that didn't cut it for me. No, a few brief words with Brienne could have solved that, you know, mm-hmm. and given that, and for a, a series that had its strongest points in it earlier seasons with the very deliberate character developments and the and the plot developments and taking real time and consideration with so much of it along the way again the the rush at the end just really cheated people i think out of the finer points of what made the show so good and ended up with a eighth season that felt like a slideshow from a group vacation you know they'd show <laughs> Here I am at the Eiffel Tower. Here Most dysfunctional family vacation. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of what it felt like. It's like, it's okay, true. well, I, I know where they were and what they did, but I don't really know. Here the I story. am burning down the Red yeah. Keep. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my dragon in this yeah. one. <laughs> so there are some obviously uh, very cool kind of throwbacks to the previous seasons. But do you, you guys feel at all like maybe they did that too much? trying to get in as many of those as they could and taken away from the rest of the story. They, they did it, specifically in terms of that. And, and to my mind, too much, too many minutes were wasted at the battle battle of Winterfell and then the battle for, for King's landing. And that took away 
that took away minutes that could have gone to other character stories. And for all the callbacks that they did, the one that to my mind was the most important was Mira. Yes. Cause she and Jojen as, as of her, his death in the books are still the only two people in the universe that really understand the importance of being the three eyed raven mm-hmm. and what brand's importance is. And this little bullshit that they gave of, <laughs> but I am the history of, mm-hmm. of the world. Uh, no, no, you're getting into some really sketchy L. Ron Hubbard kind of writing there. No, that, that didn't cut it for me. And I mean, they brought back the crazy kid from the eerie, but they couldn't bring back <laughs> Mira just for one. But apparently breast milk is good for you because he filled out. Him but, and Tormund, apparently a yeah. <laughs> Breastfeeding is best. That's right. Breasts are best. Uh, but she, could, five minutes, and there could have been a great explanation about take, why. Take it a step further. The whole thing about Bran was he has this great story. And Tyrion goes, oh, and he went beyond the wall on his own and was like, basically hit the hit. I was like, are you kidding me? Are he you kidding Hodor. me? He was not alone. He had the <laughs> He had Hodor and a water bottle. But I'm like, <laughs> Mira, again, it's like, if it wasn't for her, Bran would not have survived. two people die for him, but he, it was his story. And Mira yeah, dragged no. his ass back yeah. <laughs> to Winterfell. And it was like, that was probably one of the most disappointing things of that Tyrion speech and Bran. It was like, yep, yep. And typ- it's like Sam taking credit for Gilly finding her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing about oh, the Targaryens. Yeah, it's like, yeah. once, yep, I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was all me. That's how I got my gray robe. Because I'm a maester now. Because uh, of my who, woman. Who apparently can be married and have kids. No, yeah, nobody calls it. Everybody makes a big thing for like seven books about the Oathbreaker and the Kingslayer. Nobody spends any time talking about Sam dipping his wick despite his oath, having a kid, bringing a woman into the a castle. And most a, importantly, yeah. he stole books from the library. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was waiting for that. But, well, that's, I'm like, did they do the whole Church of England? Like, is that what Bran did? Was like, you know what? Said it all. I think your macers need to be married. Well, I, I think it's also a, a good thing that John was left in his cell because, you know, listening to, uh, listening to him to kind of go on about going over the wall and everything else, he'd be like, um, excuse me. <laughs> I did all uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I killed a bunch of shit too. Um, and I, I did came other back things. From the dead and, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. Did if he we, do that? If we're no. swapping stories like that. I mean, I, well, <laughs> that was that. Uh, once again. Is it whoever can tell the best tale that gets the <laughs> crown? That's what I mean. Just just give me my uh, give me what I need to go on. I can, I can come up with something real quick. OK, because it turns <laughs> out that I'm a Targaryen and nobody told me. And then I went up because my parents were dicks and they lied. So I had to go to the wall and then I went over the wall and I met this cute redhead, and she taught me stuff, and then I killed a whole bunch of people, and then I made friends with everybody, even though they had some really dumb names, <laughs> and then I had a giant, and we had we bonded, and, uh, you know, we fist bumped in the tent, and then I went to this water town. Excuse, excuse me, John, but <laughs> oh, yeah, did, yeah. did you lose the use of your legs? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, right, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I did get stabbed pretty bad a couple times. <laughs> 
Well, at least they're uh, um, you know, I, I progressive. Was, excuse me, John. Yeah, uh, uh, have you had sex a few times during these stories? <laughs> yeah, I, I I stayed virgin also. <laughs> I was elected king. <laughs> well, you see, somebody somebody in my feed said, ha and they've introduced democracy to the seven kingdoms. Oh, and no, then they no. put in brackets six. And I said, no, no, sir. Because what they have described is the ruling class electing their mm-hmm. ruler. And historically, we're looking at, you know, hardcore communism. <laughs> yeah, I think that... <laughs> It was sort of funny because when I was thinking of the ending, I I figured there there had to be a way of eliminating the throne, which is how do they sort of do that? And I'm like, well, there isn't enough time to introduce democracy. And who would know? Sam would be the only one who would know because of his, you know, being learned. His bur- book, book, his book learning. Yeah. Book learning. And stealing the books. No, Br- Bran, Bran could have known because, you know, time is fluid oh, when you're right. traveling. Well, that's what he said. Why do you think he, I'm here? Yeah. But he didn't warn anybody about, you know, King's Landing getting fried or him being, you know, he just well, forgot to mention well, that. Well, all he was of that had to happen so he could be king. king. Right. Yeah. And he, he so went he full on that. Winston Churchill. So he, he, yeah. he was a selfish bastard, really. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I just, a, like, just a big dick. Just a, that's what that anybody? smirk was this whole season. <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. I, I'm gonna be king. Hey, Theon. <laughs> good luck. Well, yeah. And then I, that's why he just sat there when the Night King came for him. He's no. like, I'm gonna be king. So. <laughs> well, and I think even then, I'm like, they basically got. The exact same thing they had with Robert, which is an absent king being run by a small council. <laughs> so there's two things. We talked about the throne there for just a second. So Dragon melts it. Okay. I have a real problem with that. Because prior to this, dragons just flying around killing people at her command. Okay. They're they're lizards. And some people just because they were hungry. Well, yeah. The dragons. Well, okay. See, that go. <laughs> what human? You are hungry? Bah! <laughs> You are taxing the food supply. (laughs) And that actually, that goes towards it. Because if they're just acting on an animal instinct, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat a sheep or flambe a farmer. Okay, so this leads, this all, all through this, I had been led to believe that they are just simple animals. But then the dragon has a temper tantrum and melts, (laughs) melts the throne, clearly showing a level of intelligence. She died because of this she died because of a chair thus indicating the dragon was a willful participant and the dragons were a willful participant in just slaughter of of heretofore you know mythic proportions it's been how long since the dragons are gone and they come in and they're like oh yeah barbecue i'm down bring them that that didn't sit well with me. Yeah, I had issues with that. And I, I give animals a lot of credit for emotional intelligence and all that. And, you know, I think I know some animals that are definitely smarter than some people I know, but I I hey. didn't buy that. I, <laughs> well, I always thought it was sort of because isn't it Drogon, like basically named after the call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal Drago. Yeah. Cal Drago. So I always assumed it was sort of like took on some sort of soul of those the people that she was representing in the dragons. And I took it as even when he was like, remember when John and her go flying up on the dragons and they're like, and they go have some fun in the the snow and Drogon's like looking at him like he's jealous. <laughs> so I just sort of went, well, if that was called Drogo's spirit or whatever. 
So <laughs> that's why I took that when he. I got there first, buddy. <laughs> pretty much was yeah. more like, "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> um, I, I think that's how I took that BDC. to end. I mean, that being said, I did like that the Iron Throne got melted down because how, I mean, I liked that because what's Bran going to do? Go sit on the Iron Throne. I mean, it it just, it had to go away. And that was a nice way for them to do it, I guess. Well, I think it it indicates a change. Sure. You know, as she said, this part of the wheel has changed. And every time she said wheel, I was like, shut up, Robert Jordan. (laughs) Shut up, Robert Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) But. Okay, so it indicates, in theory, a philosophical change. Okay, what the sequel that they're never going to do, I want to see 40 years later when Bran's dead and just see everything has returned to the same. But the the other thing that bothered me was... I think the the better shift... No, I I got done with the dragon. I, I think the better shift between wasn't so much in who the ruler was, the rulers and the, what do you call the the... Lords and ladies that sat there, Ooh, the power person. elite. Well, no, the the ones no, that, that made the decision <laughs> to elect Bran. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when he goes back, though, and he selects his small council that are going to basically be running things in all reality, they're all the rejects. None of them are of noble blood. They're all except Tyrion, and he was rejected by his family. But like Sam and Brienne and Bran and Sir Davos, they're all kind of the rejects and the outcasts at the beginning, and then they're the ones that end up having a, a say in thing, which I, I did kind of like that, and I think that's where the true breaking of the wheel happened. No, you see, that's waving that's, where I'll, <laughs> that's where I'll disagree with you. Or, yeah, everything you said is accurate, except... <laughs> but I'm still going to disagree with you because <laughs> that's still where wrong. wrong. Let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Now that's a good callback to, <laughs> um, no, you're right. It, it, it does. It does show a change in the, in the leadership and a meaningful change in the leadership. My problem is why the hell is Braun there? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's the only one with the cash. He was much like Littlefinger. No, Somehow he's, he, he's supposed or, to watch the cash. Sure. Yeah, but he's he, the, he's the, the, the sketchy dude that does sketchy things and, and gets sketchy things done. But why? Especially after that last confrontation with Jamie and, and, and Tyrion, why the hell would anybody take him on? He has shown himself to be a turncoat. Every time the tide turns, he's going with it. <laughs> Here's my problem with Braun. <laughs> Just one? Or <laughs> I really enjoyed his character all along because he is a sellsword. I he's w- a great he's, sidekick. He's a great sidekick, and he, whenever he... Somebody bought his services. He was loyal to them. Mm-hmm. Except Cersei at the end. Ex- that What I didn't understand, though, was once he went and made the deal with Jamie and Tyrion, in the past, he would always been like, okay, I'm now your guy, and mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here and fight with you. This time, it was like, mm, I'm going to go sink into the shadows and see how this plays out. And I'm like, that's not who Ron was. He was like, once I'm bought, I'm going to fight. With and my... That- Nine millimeters self-loading crossbow. Yeah. But, so that was, I was disappointed in that. I would have rather have seen him come into King's Landing or bring Jamie as a prisoner. I mean, something. Yeah. Then um, him just stink, like sinking in the shadows and coming back forward to essentially be the bank banker. I just, it feels like he got, <clears throat> he got put there yep. because they needed an ending for that character because yeah, he hadn't been there for that exactly entire right. app 
it's like, like, oh crap, we have Bron. Yeah. Well, what can we do with him? How can we tie oh, him up as quickly as possible? He's Lord of Highgarden now, right? So he's he's noble. We, <laughs> uh, yeah, expediency over character truth. But I, I I think the problem is is right now, and this is where I go. The forty years from now, Bran right now is the uncontroversial candidate for king. You will always have somebody like Tully who will stand up and say, "Hey, I'll make a great king." So part of me is like, how are they going to do this election in the future? Is it majority rule? <laughs> is well, it, talking about and, high points, because we've kind of been shitting on yeah, it. Yeah, That was one <laughs> of the better scenes of the season when Edmure gets up and starts talking. <laughs> and know. then Sansa's like, Uncle Edmure, please sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said his name was Uncle. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe it was just Uncle. But <laughs> but, but, but that that is also right when it turned when all of a sudden it was like, and we're a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where. But I the other thing that bothered me about that scene was Sansa going, We're gonna stay independent mm-hmm. and then But Yara, our family's gonna run yeah, the country. But that, which is that's weird, but then Yasha or Yara or whatever Yara, her name is yeah. is like Oh, but Danny was our savior and and we're gonna be still part of the Seven Kings. And it's like bullshit she, a great joy would be like whoa you're going independent we're going independent mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the whole the whole series and the whole story is about all these this unending thirst for power from all these different contingencies and all of these people and all these houses and families all wanted the power and then at the end they're like oh no we're good with whatever the group decides yeah, I <laughs> except just, for I, sansa i thought that was a big rollover because especially when i'm like the iron islands when when theon first goes back they're like screw you we're we're king of iron islands yeah. it's like we're naming ourselves king it's like I, that i did not understand her loyalty to danny at all like it made no, it made no mm-hmm. sense to me i just especially feel- since euron had been there and she was so if Euron's going to do something, I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah. Oh, I, and everybody, it was one of their sails. Do you not remember the scene with all the ships coming over with big Targaryen sails? It wasn't a banner they were carrying around the world for six years. <laughs> they had a sail. What are we talking about? The red and black. The the Targaryen banner hanging when off she, the side. Of she's the- given her big speech. Oh yeah, I did wonder. Like suddenly, I'm like, wow, they brought they had sewers. This, <laughs> this has been the the most ridiculous to my mind in inconsistency that's been crowding through my through my various oh. feeds since Sunday. Well, it's a good thing they had time to make that banner. No, they had a fleet of them because it's a sail. <laughs> yeah, but when did, when do they have time to make all those? <laughs> On that long boat trip when they were rowing. And then and they're the, like, hey, you know, this would go faster if we had sails. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they had the un, unending number of Unsullied, apparently. Yeah. Who, yeah. I don't well, know. 5,000 no matter how many die. Yeah, I was, <laughs> right. And talk about and, a power switch. So they got to decide Jon Snow's fate. <laughs> and who the heck? I mean, where did they get the power oh. to decide that? But the rest of the lords and ladies, they could decide the king. Yeah. But they couldn't give Jon Snow amnesty. Well, and and they're holding they one city. They're only holding one city. They have no real power because no. their city is ash. <laughs> and suddenly they went from, we don't hold any prisoners to, yeah, now we're going to hold a couple. Yeah. And oh, by the way, Jon needs to leave because the Unsullied can't be, a, can't have Jon being in a position of power, but now the Unsullied are leaving. 
Right. Just, why, why would they even care what happened to John? I mean, thank you. if they're not going to just execute him right there on the spot and oh, exactly. now get it done with or have him assassinated or whatever, they're leaving. What? Yeah. Uh, it's you not know, like they're going to see him on TV. You know? yeah. Well, well, you know, the, the spiders and all that stuff are everywhere. The, yeah. No, because it's it's kind of because the whole time everybody's telling John, there's like, there's just no other way. There's just this is the way it's got to be. It's like they just got on a boat. <laughs> like, there, there's another way. I mean, they could have just said, "Yeah, we're gonna it? kill him as soon Psych. as you guys are gone." Yeah. <laughs> You're walking by them as they're pick, and I'm glad these desert dwelling mercenaries had the time to learn how to take care of a boat. Well, they had a flat. Well, they did they have some did. time. Well, I mean, clearly that's over. all they did on that journey over the narrow sea. Was did you miss those slides and learn to be <laughs> sailors? This is us at our sailing lessons. They're walk- he's walking by him to say goodbye to his family as they're getting ready to set uh, sail. Just go say goodbye to your family. Wait. Oh, is oh. that ship gone? All right. <laughs> I'm just going back to my life now. Dude, that, yeah, I just, I. Things that I did like. Okay. Oh, we're going there oh, already? Okay. okay. Well, just, but. See, it's it's the left-handed but, compliment. But I still have a question. Why is there a Night's Watch? Well, there isn't. No. Well, yeah, he's were. going back to restart the Night's Watch. And they had a bunch of crows. Yeah, there, and there's no White Walkers, and the Wildlings are our friends now. So No, there, there's no Night's Watch. It, that was they... just a lie. That was a lie to placate Grey Worm. Yeah, but who are the guys who took him up there? Just two dudes in black for the story. Because he got up there and Tormund was still hanging around and then they all left. See, I didn't understand. Yeah, but they were rebuilding the wall thing. Yeah. Well, that's just government project. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they rebuilt 35. That didn't really solve a lot of traffic problems, but they rebuilt it. There's a lot they of people st- in need of jobs after yeah, things well, landing. Okay. Right. They still need some place to, you know, empty out the dungeons every once in a while and get people out of the out of the and the bastards. Yeah. So I was gonna say things that I like, but not necessarily for good reason. That's why I'm working it in here. Danny's death. I, 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 <laughs> period. <Wow>. Stop. <laughs> I like that too. Why? Because they had wasted so much time on battles. I was not willing to sit through another epic battle between like the Unsullied and the Northmen. I I was just I was just not my 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 ability to suspend disbelief was that was going to be the breaking point. You know, if if it had to go to a battle in the last twenty minutes of the show for a quick wrap up, so I'm like, oh, don't you love me? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know. I'm good with that. I think it's as, it's a better ending than she could have had. And it solved for me a lot of timing issues. It was, it was an expedient death that I liked. <laughs> I just, um, I think her big ending speech would have been a lot better if she had some kind of like fancy hand signal or something yeah, she could do. Yeah. There was definitely <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> some jack boots and some, some, yeah. I just like how the, all the people in the crowds who didn't understand what she was saying. <laughs> it was like, uh, that didn't sound like positive and optimism for her future. Danny's well, in. and and they did, and they did, but you, you, we joke, but they did. Cause then who was it? Tyrion or 
somebody gave first they came for the Christians and then they came for the Jews and now they come for me speech. They they did that scary. speech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. they paraphrased it a little bit. But I looked at Sarah and I'm like, if he says and then they came for the Jews, but there was nobody left to defend me, I'm turning that off. <laughs> <laughs> well, writers were borrowing heavily because they didn't have source material. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just uh yeah, Danny's death was again the ending that needed to happen because mm-hmm. that's the only way she, she was going to be able to be taken out. But even then it was like, John, just do it. John, just do it. <laughs> I will say I, I do like in that whole, that whole scene and, and leading up to that scene, the fact that again, it was nice of them to kind of be, to come back and, and bring back the vision that she had mm-hmm. of the whole thing. And there's something satisfying about the fact that she she touched the throne but never yeah. got to sit on the throne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was that was a Excellent. good spot. What else did you like? <laughs> that might be it. I liked Arya. <laughs> you know, actually, adventurer. I yeah. Well, I don't think Arya's ultimate end is necessarily the most logical outcome for her, but I think it's the best end of any of the characters. Oh, see, I I saw that coming. I, I thought that was exactly where Arya needed to be. She needed to be. Wandering the world like kung fu style, mm-hmm. I really did because I think she was never going to be happy in no. a castle. She's never going to be happy doing like a knight's guard t- t- type thing no, or a cell God sword she didn't or something. Very gendry or nope. anything crazy like that. You know, she she wants, she went to do her yeah. own thing, and maybe well, yeah, but we don't know what's happening. She, she could open a <laughs> school for you know girls martial arts or something like that. But I think. Having her go off on this adventure, especially to she could have a, an umbrella logo. <laughs> a previously unknown land. I think that's that's the best part. She didn't just go back to where she was before. Well, it's not not completely unknown because you know they somebody did the mock up trailer for or the poster for her being on what's west of Westeros, Westworld. West. Oh. <laughs> well, I just that's good. Well, I think it, it it's true to her characters from the very beginning. She was the wild child. Yep. And I think this is exactly where she she's out in the wild doing her thing. I mean, plus well, I'm like, wh- can you imagine her staying in the realm being the killer of the Night King? I mean, I think she just she wants to be anonymous. Yeah. And she doesn't want to have that on her yeah, shoulders but no. forever. <laughs> it's not like she advertises it. Yeah, but you have a lot of singers around the realm singing her yeah. tale. Hot well, guy would have wrote a song. About yeah. it. Th- this is another callback, though, too. Which is which was again. There are times I enjoyed it. There are times I thought they're spending too much time trying to do callbacks. But I mean, she used that line before. You know what's what's west of Westeros? Nobody knows. You know, kind of what was it? The uh, season six or yeah. so. Yeah, that the act yep. when she was in that acting troupe or whatever, yep. Yep. where she was going to kill that one or was supposed to kill supposed that one to lady. Kill the yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. So she used it there. So again, it was a it was a nice nice throwback to basically. I, I'm at the end of this whole arc that I, w- I was trying to go my my list is pretty much non-existent anymore what do i do now i wanted to i wanted to yep. roam to me she has the most satisfying ending mm-hmm. uh, i don't think any of the characters to my mind and okay and, and i berated people for this so i'm just saying this is my opinion but i watched the show anyways and <laughs> i am not starting a petition Okay. I don't really feel this had a solid end. This was not six solid eps, and I don't think this is the ending that any of the fans that put time into the books in the TV show really deserved. 
I don't think anybody, no matter how much they loved this show, can say that it didn't feel rushed. They, I, I, especially after two years, mm-hmm. I, for what they put out, I don't know why there was a two, why it took two years. Mm-hmm. Again, I know nothing of filmmaking and other people's film schedules, but hers was the best wrap up to my mind. Danny's was the second best only because if he doesn't kill her, then you really do need one more app. And I was not willing to sit <laughs> through one more app. And, you know, we talked about the small council people there. Sure. There's some good imagery of how things are changing, but for the most part, it was very unsatisfying for me, except for those two. But a little part of me, a little conspiracy theorist corner of my mind <laughs> is thinking from a marketing perspective for Martin's books, if everybody was like really satisfied with this season <laughs> and they're like this, this and I feel good about this. I feel the story is complete. Who's going to buy those books? Well, now I, people are going to be like, hey, I got to read the books. <laughs> well, that's true. But I also, what I like is maybe this will give George a little incentive, incentive to finish. Cause I think, I think the sense was he's, he's not going to finish because the series was like yeah. going to wrap up everything. Whereas now yeah. I think he's, I think people are going to want him to write those stories. That's what I'm saying. He's had had some audience testing now. Like they kind of do with films when they go, okay, we got to rewrite that part. This idea was not well received at all. (laughs) It's hard not to be cynical and think that maybe it was kind of on purpose a little bit. Well, to me, I think it, it really shows like what they were able to do with material they had. And then what they ended up doing with what they started, but then only having like post-it notes and conversations mm-hmm. because George has been very adamant about he doesn't keep things outside of he's not going to let anybody else take it over he doesn't have like a, a, a notebook anywhere with all his thoughts and all that stuff it's it's all in his it's, head it's, in his recycle bin yeah you know and I I saw him post a couple t- times you know oh, according to the lunch meeting I just had with him I think they're going to go kind of close to what I wanted or you know that kind of stuff so the the last few few seasons. Uh, but specifically knowing this is the wrap up, it's quite a bit different from when they had very specific material they could pull from and decide at that point, okay, we're going to make some, some tweaks here. This person's going to live. This person's going to die, but we can deal with that then to crap. We're ending and all right, this post a note says John kills Danny. Okay. We can figure that out. You know I mean? Just, so it's like, oh, yeah. like very limited material that they kind of went from. And I think that's where obviously the show suffered a little bit. It wasn't faithful, but I thought it was a really good adaptation for the material they had. And then kind of once they got past that, it was like, see, as a star Wars fan, <laughs> my takeaway is they really fell apart when they ran out of source material. Mm-hmm. So since Disney has announced that they're going to be the next trilogy, I'm now a little leery because they did excellent work when they had source material to work from. But this last season and a half, two, well, six and seven, seven and eight, really weak. I mean, last season was definitely better than this season. But overall, once they had to start striking out on their own and advance a story that they didn't really know where it was going, it tailed off. And as a Star Wars fan with that announcement, hey, those two guys that you loved with HBO. Oh, shit. Those two guys <laughs> you used to love with HBO. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm not, I, that's where I'm worried. Well, honestly, I think even I get the source material issue. The writing just was not as good. Like Tyrion's speech. I'm like, 
seriously? Seriously, we go from him having this epic speech about his dad when he's fighting for his life, or even up in the veil when he's at the moon door with the crazy, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, you go from this just great writing. None of that was necessarily in the book, but the, to this just sort of hashed writing that I just was disappointed in. I mean, even like some of that and just the believability of like, dude, are we really supposed to believe John and Danny were in love? I mean, come on. Those two had like zero, zero <laughs> sparks. I, that was my problem is the writing just was really poor. And part of it is, is they didn't focus on the characters again. And the only one I think that really, I mean, I really like Sansa's character. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think she had a decent ending. I don't really agree with her being queen of the North. Versus, I think it would have been better off being Warden of the North, being that if a Stark's in charge of the entire realm, you'd think that the North would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I think her character was well done, and I, I liked her ending. I liked how she was able to manipulate Tyrion into spreading the secret about John. although, again... We we have all these seasons building up as John is a Targaryen, to meaning absolutely nothing in the end, mm-hmm. and that was a frustration I think, and it's a frustration for everybody. Is they kept the secret, they kept sort of hinting at it, and then at the end it was like you even saw Varys writing the notes. Yeah, he is the proper heir. Yeah, and mm-hmm. still nothing comes from that. And I think that's where it's like whatever. I mean, Sansa, I think is the character that had the most growth. Because yep. she starts off as basically kind of a spoiled little girl, mm-hmm. goes through a lot of dark shit, comes out the other side, a very strong, intelligent woman. Something that was not portrayed, well, not necessarily intelligent, but, well, I don't think she was stupid, but crafty. She she had learned skills from yep. Littlefinger. She had learned skills from Cersei. Cersei. And she came out the other side, not at all what she started off as in that first book, that first step. Whereas everybody else remained fairly static. Tyrion was loyal to the family to the very end, even though who he was working with changed. John didn't crack a smile in eight years, <laughs> except for when he came back to Ghost for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I, I still, I, I told Megan, Ghost should have just walked away. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the only, you know. Oh, now you want to hug. Ghost just went, eh, walked away. Because, you know, that's all the the complicated CGI that would have been involved in those two having a moment. (laughs) Like was explained the first time they didn't do it. (laughs) But I I agree with the the comments about Sansa's character development. The one thing I did have an issue with was her characterization of it in that last step where it was talking about where she said something about when she was talking to the hound, not the hound, yeah, the hound, about, you know, he said you got broken rough and that all this nasty stuff happened to her and her saying that that, that without those things happening to her, she would not have learned everything. She would have been this little bird she was. Yes, she would have stayed a little bird. And I think that was really crappy and really. But that is the most, and I've ripped on her about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because all of those things, she the things that made her not be a little bird anymore wasn't necessarily just the bad things that happened, but her reaction to those things. And and that was not made very clear that her learning 
those manipulative skills and 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 how to make her way in this political landscape that, that was that not is discussed the thing, at all. That is the thing that is most true to Germ, though, because I have always said since the first that he doesn't know how to write women. He he writes Sansa. Uh, I should say he writes Arya and he writes Cersei as men. Okay, Correct. bad, but at least they're defined characters, and that is, I think. The closest thing that they put together in the last season that is true to him, but again, in a really negative way. That's a really male way, you know, I've overcome, I've fucked everybody just as bad as they fucked me. I don't care what you said. I am, yeah, you hurt me, but I'm a self-made man. And I think that's a very, people talk about toxic masculinity in the show, Jamie's rape scene. Mm -hmm. Braun being, you know, then, you know, the sexploitation or the sex position, I should say, in the first day and the first couple seasons that I think as a line is just as bad as anything else that was visually done. I think is the whole issue with writing women was a really poorly done, especially the last two years. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they eliminated some female writers from the room or certain writers who could do a, fe- a complex female character because it doesn't and, even let her say i overcome no nope. it doesn't say it doesn't even let her say i persevered which would have been a very timely <laughs> you know was, kind yeah, of yeah. thing for her to say right. i persisted yes yeah. <laughs> um but instead it's like no this is what made me yep i'm glad I, i'm glad i got yeah. raped because it made me stronger yeah I mean, that's what it came across. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's the, that was my problem with how Brianna was written, though. Mm-hmm. It's either they have these male warrior characters or it's these sort of female manipulator geniuses. And yeah. then you have Brienne, who was has been written as basically a man the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like. She's crumbling. Yeah, Jamie leaves and she's weeping on the floor. And it's the whole like <laughs> all of a sudden it's but pick me. Choose me. Right. Love, Love me. me. And I was like, what <laughs> the hell happened to Brienne? Right. And I never was one. To the to- end, when she's writing his entry I, in the I can't book. I can't even yeah. believe that. Come I was on. like. Die protecting his queen? No. Get red ink and say bad words about yeah. him. And, but even <laughs> I then. I wish she would have punched Jamie when he said he was leaving. That would have been way better. But even then, I was, I was never one of those. <laughs> Give me that gold hand. <laughs> I, I didn't. Like the fact that they shipped them. I know. I thought they worked better as I respect you and love you as a fellow colleague slash knight and would have built. I mean, you can have relationships between men and women that don't no. end up in the sack. Harry met Sally. I can't handle it. it. <laughs> and all these other knights would go around and they'd go to the whorehouses and all yeah. this. And But Brienne, she she'd never had sex. No, I mean, it's really that or it should have been like, yeah, man, we had sex. It was great. And now you're being a dick for turning your back on us. But I'm not going to cry and weep like a little teenage girl. And that was my problem with that. It was like, no, Brianne should have been like, you're a dumbass. You're making a mistake. Not. (laughs) (laughs) It it just was not believable. And I really like Brianne. And I really like the actress who plays her. I thought it. Just did it a disservice to that character. So much of this season was a disservice to the characters. Yes. I mean, in in the, the little thing when they were doing the scenes from next week where they're doing the, the recap of all the behind the scenes stuff. 
and they showed what's her name crying and they said and this is danny's last scene in the show and they showed her crying and i'm like well now i know why she's crying everybody's had a shit end <laughs> well, well they all like- got sold out in for the sake of expediency yeah. is kind of what it felt like with the exception Sansa, i think she got some fair fair treatment yeah but even that again but- it's the whole little council of choosing and and for her to just go you know what I, You'd be an awesome king, but we're done. And for everybody to just sit there and not say a word, I think, right. like kind of like you brought up, even again the the Greyjoys, like she says, "Oh, hold hold up, yeah. we we've always wanted to be independent. Hell, mm-hmm. we've been fighting you for years, yep. even as a seven kingdoms kind of thing to be our own people until you 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 took my dickless brother." <laughs> well, he didn't start okay, that came that, that came that came later, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know. It was probably uh, it was probably hinted at a few times around the castle before that actually happened. <laughs> uh, no, so that that whole thing, and then one of the other things that kind of s- stuck out to me for the final episode was the night that I think you came. We either recorded or it was a game night, but you came over. The three of us were having the conversation, and it actually kind of pissed me off that we talked out that entire episode. Maybe one or two things were just yep. slightly different, but I was like, holy shit, this is the conversation the three of us had. That's how predictable that final episode was. Mm-hmm. And again, this is supposed to be the big, you know, I, I, granted it wasn't like the big battle or anything, but, but this is the, you know, epic wrap up uh, of, of eight, eight years. And I don't think it should have been, we should have been able to see, I mean, I, I, seriously, I was like, Jordan said that, Megan said that, I said that. That okay, the the council isn't ruling, but pretty damn close, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we were so close to that, that we, we almost wrote it that night. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like they were listening and then turned it into <laughs> it was, Holy shit, it was, that's better than what we have. Know, it, was, <laughs> it was it was just that predictable and that made me a little sad. Okay, so I'm gonna go to it right now. Okay. Fuck. Why? Why <laughs> why does wheelchair boy get to be king i don't i, I do not get that at whatever all. happens in the book whatever mira might have had to <laughs> shed light on the situation though it was very poorly telegraphed it's i still don't accept it it makes no sense he is not the logical choice no matter what kind of government they want to make to change the people he is not the logical choice just because he has the third eye. Yeah, well, even even beyond that, I think, you know, that that council listening to Tyrion, nobody in that council knew what the hell Tyrion was really talking about. Heck no. One or two people maybe. Half of them hadn't yeah. been seen on screen for <laughs> well, three years. honestly, yeah. though, Megan, Tyrion, what Tyrion's, would you like to say? <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I, I, again, <laughs> Bran was the uncontroversial pick. Because there is nobody else. Think about it. Because John's got to go north. He's got to go be a ghost in Tormund. As much as I think he should have probably have been named king, given he was the Targaryen and the rightful heir. All right. I, I have a question about that. How is he the rightful heir? The Targaryens were overthrown. At what point does that stick? See, and that was my contention all along <laughs> about Daenerys. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. But Baratheon stuck him. Okay. Started the revolution. So Gendry's Targies the are gone. king. Yes. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the closest I, you yeah, have right now. Assuming yeah. Danny assumed the throne, though, because if she hadn't, 
When did she, she was recognized? Him? She, John was still faking bending the knee at that point. She was recognized, and and Gendry was at the council. Took took me a second to recognize him with a shirt on, <laughs> but he was at the council yep. as yep. Uh, whatever his Baratheon. He was there as well, yeah, but I don't remember what his And did the people yeah. in Storm's End or do they even know that Gendry is a Baratheon because he? Lived all his life in King's Landing, except when he got shipped off to. Do you think wherever. there's any people in Storm's End? I, I, again, and I, this is going to be a little bit off topic, but I'm what? pretty sure Cersei had them all poisoned. <laughs> I, I, I've said this, and I don't know if I, I there. So you've read Hamlet, yeah? There was like a parody play called Rosen, Rosenstern and Gilden, or Rosen, Rosen, Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are, are dead. dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've been waiting for some sort of fan fiction to come out uh, to be of like a person at Storm's End or Dragonstone, like the helpers going, oh, well, I guess I guess the lady of the dragon came. We better get our wine and our fires burning. And I, I mean, I would like to see what the regular people are doing when everybody else is doing this. But Well, they're just decomposing. I, she killed all the regular people. But, okay, so m- minus John. So. But again, John should be up north. Going back to your original question about why it's Bran. Who else is going to be? It's not going to be Sansa. Sansa's going to be in the north. We know it's going to be Sansa. Who else is going to step up to be king? Sansa makes more sense to me than... Bran? Than Bran. Yes. Gendry makes more sense to me than Bran. Yes. If they're, if they're going to argue lineage like, like she did for eight years, then it's Gendry. There, there, there is nothing that was presented in this show from season one to season eight that would make me believe Bran on the throne. Nothing. No, I, I don't disagree. I'm not a fan, but I'm just no, trying but to I, I, I'm like, saying even from their perspective, again, even with Tyrion trying to weave an eloquent story at the end, again, what does it boil down to? Okay. He, he was pushed out. He, he had to go, bad. he went over, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it, it was it, even his story trying to make it a story was bland as hell. And almost everybody sitting around that had that, that had to agree and try to make that decision had no idea what the hell Tyrion was talking about or what the hell Bran supposedly did or even you know the again unless this those, is a kid they unless all those are was the dead for two years yeah. <laughs> well unless this unless is this is the six episodes we're missing what I can't re- the Bran story <laughs> probably but I can't remember too is like the three eyed raven. Was that like a well-known tale? No. I didn't think so. So then my question is, how do the people of Dorne, how do the people of the, or the Tyrells? Mira. Mira. That, mean, that's how. And she wasn't there. Was <laughs> she going around telling everybody the story of the Three-Eyed Raven? She, she explained it all to him. No, I know. But I'm telling you. That's where I go. That's it. It, that's why she needed to be there. But Tyrion, when he was talking about the story about why Bran should be the person, he kept saying, well, he's the three-eyed raven and knows the history. And it's like, like this is common knowledge. Like, he's an all-knowing Oh, they were all person. in the battle of winter. I, I think it was on <laughs> PNN, the, the Pigeon <laughs> News Network, where they sent them CNN, all the Crow News. The crow yeah, news. there you go. But, uh, but they were this pigeons. This is so. CNN. It's PNN, which is funny. No, I... I, I PNNist. Yes. <laughs> I don't think anybody is happy with how that ending. Well, and here's the thing that really irritates me even more, even more than Bran. <laughs> wow. John has spent 
this started one, 2011. It's 2019 now. So John has spent eight years being the grimmest bastard on the face of that planet, trying to avoid everything that he doesn't want to do, getting stuck in situations. I mean, he's a lazy bastard when you think of it. I don't want to be king. Literally. I, yes. <laughs> I don't want to go to the wall. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want this responsibility. Oh, I can fake going back to the night watch and, and just go hang out with Tormund and my dog. Awesome. Could we crack one smile? One smile, even in just his last scene. No, his last scene is still looking over his shoulder wistfully at everything he has left behind, even though he has, he has now gotten everything that he wants. He's, he's not in politics anymore. He's not at the, he's not at the watch as a commander. He's not down in King's Landing as king. He's just going to be a bro out in the bush with his bro. And he's still looking sad sack who killed my cat. <laughs> well, and to add to that, I still going back again, I never bought the relationship with him and Danny. So probably even when they were having their sex scenes, I don't think he smiled. <laughs> um, but, uh, at the end, and here's my problem is Mr. Like, I yeah. can't be loyal yeah. to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Like, creepy you're smi- you're smiling too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, but my problem is, is he has never been loyal to anybody. I mean, when you really think about it, he, he, he goes to the night watch, even question, you know, the, his supervisors or whatever. Then he gets to the to beyond the wall, and he goes and joins bands, and he's always like questioning everybody. Mm-hmm. He's all, somehow he, he doesn't question Danny, who's burning everybody down, and he's like, "Well, she's my queen, though." <laughs> I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" But that that tends to make sense to me, though, because his his motivation for everything uh, up to that point is. To get away from the response, even though he's causing all those problems, he doesn't want the responsibility of solving those problems. So I, do I nothing. don't hate on John the way that you do. I, I, <laughs> I, I just don't. I, to me, him not being loyal to these systems is more of yeah. Him no, fight the power. Chuck kind D, of, Public kind enemy. of. Where Free he's folk. to me, he's a character that is more true to his inner compass than to whatever system he's being forced to be a part of. Well, right. And still he doesn't smile when he finally gets what he wants. I don't know if I can agree with that too much. I mean, because so he was he was the the bastard and was, you know, treated in various ways by various people Mm -hmm. in in that household. But as soon as he decides he's going to go and join Benjen, then he gets there. And of course, Benjen's gone Mm -hmm. and stuff. But he gets there. And suddenly he wants to be home again. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He didn't get the job he wanted. So he whined and bitched and moaned about that. And and then he took off in the middle of the night when he heard about Rob. And, you know, so there, like there, everything he's ever done is to like, wherever I'm at, I need to be somewhere. It's it's well, always yeah. been the grass is always greener yeah. somewhere else. The snow is always white. The snow is always white. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've always kind of seen in John is like the, okay, well, I'm here now. But I don't want to be. I want to be over there until I get there. And then I don't want to be there either because there's a shiny object over here. Well, it's the the shiny object I'm related to. The (laughs) the Starks are we're like, we're accepting you as a member of our family. You'll always be a brother to us. And he's still like, yeah, but I want to be loyal to Danny now. 
And that that one really bothered yeah, me. That then, was the only that part was... that I felt was really inconsistent is was his blind adherence to her mm-hmm. over his yeah. Yeah. Aria well, he even went out of his way to, to tell them, screw off. Because it was like, you'll always be our brother. Well, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, no. True. Yeah. <laughs> Just cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I do like, even though I, I agree that Bran being king doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of his experience in education, but... <laughs> I mean, if John's resume is thin, Brand's is anemic. And, yeah, and time travels, and he's met with all the greatest kings of all, all the world. Well, and, and Tyrion's justification of suggesting Brand for king is kind of weak, considering you could pretty much say that about any of the characters, because that's what the series was about, all of their incredible stories. Mm-hmm. But I did like his his line that he gave about, there's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Uh, nothing can stop it. No enemy can defeat it. I mean, that's just a really good line. And I think that that's kind of. But since we don't have a good story, we'll go with a mediocre one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the best we have is brands, other people are their <laughs> dad or they a... left the, for the wall. And but he's you got know, a good nickname. <laughs> Brand, Brand the Broken. Yeah. 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 That, that inspires like, confidence what? in the kingdom. <laughs> well, you know, when half the people are probably broken, too. <laughs> oh, and there's an inconsistency. <laughs> And, and this has been a He's season. He's actually raising his finger up in the air. I love that. <laughs> and this has been actually. a season of inconsistencies. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dragons flying around King's Land and blowing all the shit up. Buildings crumbling. Explosions. Vast explosions. Uh, pockets of dragon's fire exploding. Buildings exploding. Everywhere. Stone exploding. But they spent an entire season at Hall. Where they pointed out at least four times that the dragon fire melted the stone. <laughs> Small detail. But wasn't it because some of that, what do they call it? The green, the stuff that blew up the citadel, that was planted still around the, the, you mean the, little, the little poofs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you didn't really. Oh, no, no, I, I, you know, I realized that. that was, what did they call it? What was that called? It was the dragon's breath, wasn't it? No. Uh, wildfire. There you go. Yeah. That's it. I was going to no, go with green slime. It wasn't all I, that thought, I thought you were going to like say something about a football player suddenly running out into the field. <laughs> <laughs> and then the squirrel ran into the middle of the battle. And everybody stopped. <laughs> no, it was just because they went to great efforts, both in that season and in the books, to point out that Heron Hall melted. But that's a detail that they spent time on yeah, in a well, series when they were like, Oh crap, we just gotta burn the city down. We don't care how. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna play a little bit devil's advocate in terms of Get thee behind me, Stan. (laughs) In terms of the whole season eight debacle, in terms of having to rush through everything. Oh, don't you be using your five dollar words on this podcast. (laughs) Sacrificing character authenticity and all that to to just get it done and say that the story is more than just the ending. So you know, there are people that are like, I feel like I just wasted eight years of my oh, life. And, and it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't think that that's legit. I don't think that's a legit complaint. No, because, I wasted a season and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, maybe it's, that. That's yeah. not a legit statement, <laughs> but, but it is an ending that shits on whatever what came it, before it. it. It did. Right. Yeah. And that's my complaint with it. But I still think that 
It's still as a, the, as a society, <laughs> we we've become very presumptuous in in what we expect and what we think we deserve in an ending. And it's like I'm going to need you to sign this petition that I have to change her mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, you're going to need more than a million signatures. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really defend what the writers did with season eight, but I I can. I, I can push but you know back you don't bit. need to defend no because it's not it's not for you to defend it's for the overly entitled whiners out there that didn't get exactly what they want they yeah. need to suck it up and realize the world doesn't revolve around them that's kind of I'm it. just I as mean, disappointed as them at the ending of the show but give your balls a tug people you <laughs> it's not your show it's their show I mean, I, I and it's George's show yeah and and again, I don't think the ending itself, like if we actually had some journey to that same ending, like maybe sure. two series to get there, yep. I think the ending would have been satisfactory for a lot of people, mm-hmm. minus Brent, but we'll, we'll get there. But I think I, I just sort of <laughs> we go. We haven't been there? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's where I go. People are just complaining so much about the ending and I'm like, I don't think the ending's that bad. It's the last whole season to get to that ending that just felt rushed disjointed poorly written poorly edited but I mean, but not that we, bad can we talk about that last episode where all but of a sudden, it was okay it's like a faded black and then suddenly we're supposed to know it's weeks or months later yeah that, i mean what the hell jarring but again those are little things but i get i get what you're saying well you I see go, when men don't shave <laughs> the, that's what happens that was the, that was that the was only the contextual timeline. clue they had. They both they, they went into that room beards. shaved and then came out with big bushy beards. That was the only contextual clue that time had passed. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I, I my the, but I think to Sarah's point, I still think the series itself is probably one of the bra- greatest TV shows ever. When you step back. And go eight seasons of what they've done with this material and what they've shown on TV, I think has to be commended. Yeah, it's an ambitious undertaking. And I mean, but are we always disappointed in show endings? All the time. I can't, especially HBO. Can we just say (laughs) HBO does not have a great track record? Hell, there's a couple, there's a couple of shows that they've canceled. I wish they would just give a crappy ending to. (laughs) There's truth to that. But Carnival Deadwood. Deadwood. Ten years later, we're going to give you the ending. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, uh, the wire ask me in 10 years. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's a lot of shows that we got to. A Let's lot roll them all back in endings. in 10 years. Yep. I mean, I can't even bring up Dexter. Oh. I mean, for the love of God. <laughs> and yet so, you just did. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so, because we should probably wrap up here soon. Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't looked behind me, but I'm assuming there's some time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Jordan has grown a Wait. big bushy beard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I got some, I got some facial hair here. Time has passed. One, so, and I think, I think we're kind of, kind of covered it a little bit. At least a couple of us have, but so is there anybody in the room that is disappointed at this point that they've watched the show? No, not at all. No. And I agree with that. I, oh, Megan's still thinking. No, 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 I said, said no. Oh, okay. I just yeah, but over. then you were like, no. And then you were, yeah. Then, no, I was waiting for then you to immediately <laughs> recant that statement. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was looking like it was questionable. But, no. No. <laughs> and and I, I agree. I, they're even not liking 
Okay, so I, I know I've said it to you, and I know I said it to Megan, but so now um, say it to Sarah. So now I got to tell, tell it to Sarah. <laughs> I gave a lot more leeway in this show than you two ever did. <laughs> Like I, I was on. Yeah, but board. you're not a real fan, Jeff. <laughs> I know, exactly. That's why you don't get the petitions. <laughs> exactly. It's because you always like Danny. <laughs> no, I understood Danny in the books. Well, that's close enough to like. In the books, I understood. She was Danny click chapters, a little Jeff. More. Click chapters. I know. For you guys, for me, I understood Danny in the books. Not in the show. In the books. Okay. <laughs> so, but. I, I, I was on board. I was I was willing to go with whatever adaptation they made along the way and whatever they had to do up until what was it the last two or three episodes where I finally went off the rails and said, "Fuck this show, I'm done." <laughs> and it just it it the the rushed ending the the inconsistencies that we've been talking about pretty much this, this whole episode broke me at that point because again. There are th- and and thinking about some of them later, I, I I come to the conclusion, and I think we've said it a few times here as well, is that if they would have just given more time to explain the dime turn decisions that were made to get people where they needed to be in six episodes, I would have been a little better with it probably. But the dime turn changes and everything really broke me for this season. But I am on board. Like I, I, I don't regret watching the show. Obviously, as fans and and as people that tend to look at things, I mean, that's what we do with games, right? We look at things critical. So having critical opinions and having things that you don't like along the way, that's just normal. Expressing them, that's just normal. The petition, I think, was stupid. I, I, I'm okay. The petition. I don't know what's I, more stupid that the dude did it or that it's over a million or sales. how many people went for it. Yeah. And whether or not the last Jedi guy is involved with this or not yet. <laughs> and I kind of wish I wouldn't have said stupid, but no, you can, it's okay. No. Cause my next point is what I've also said online is that I'm not, I, I, if you, if you loved it all the way to the end, awesome. I'm glad you found enjoyment in it. If you found things that you didn't like along the way, again, that's normal. And if you didn't like this last season, very understandable. Obviously we were kind of in that, that same uh, path here, but you're you're entitled to that. What I'm not down with is, and, I've, and I don't know if you've got it, but I've got a few people on my feed that I kind of, you know, game people, game industry people and stuff like that. I've seen at least one or two that just went, anybody complaining about the season is just stupid. You're just dumb. You just, you're just stupid and dumb and, and you don't deserve to exist. Kind of. And I'm like, that is, that is stupid. That sounds that, like something I would say. That, that, is, I say that? That, that, that is just ridiculous. So again, it's like, I don't, I don't mind sitting around and I don't mind having a healthy discussion around things. And I don't, I can, I can disagree with somebody as you well know. Had many of the same conversations <laughs> at the end of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Four great seasons and a season of what the hell just happened. Okay. <laughs> but overall, like the show. Or, you know, the, en- the entire run of Lost was just not worth watching. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Stop it after. <laughs> But again, another bad ending. <laughs> anyway, no, that, I will argue that oh, is no. one of the Why? best endings on TV. <laughs> and I didn't even watch it from season one and a half to the you end. You didn't watch the ending. <laughs> I didn't need to. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! He stopped watching the show after like season three. 
Oh, right. before that. So yeah. then, this, but he this, has an opinion on it. No, so this is what I live. This with. is a pretty if big you tangent here. It, <laughs> you can't have an opinion yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, I can. And no, he's even shaking because his you finger. don't. You didn't have to give up your time. <laughs> oh, oh! Don't even get me going on the time. <laughs> Jeff, save us. Jump in here. You're not a true fan if you have. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, one of, one of the other Are you gatekeeping me now, Megan? Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't understand it. Absolutely. All right. All right. Back to Game of Thrones. You know, I did forget to mention one of my favorite things of the last sure. two episodes. Can we just give a little love to the Hound? Oh, yes. You know, we, we totally went off on everything that didn't happen right. And. The Hound and the Mountain are one of the oh, few yeah. things that did happen yeah. correctly. Big time. And just, and, and in general, like I said, I mean, if well, we, how Hound and Arya ended mm-hmm. and segued into yes. Hound and, yeah. and, or into Clegane Bull, that uh, was well those, done. yeah. With a bonus death of Kyburn. That was, yeah. Yes. That was I, good. Just, <laughs> I, I just want to go, and, and I know, and I think we talked about it a little bit, Jordan, about Arya running away. I know there's a lot of criticism about her not getting her last shot at Cersei, mm. but I to this I, I think that is exactly what needed to happen. I think it was Hound saying, "Don't be like me, be more like a Stark." And at the same time, again, the one of the very first lessons her dancing teacher taught her was, you know, tell death not today, mm-hmm. but to run yep. and survive. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I thought that whole. I, I really liked the Hound, and I liked the Hound storyline, and I think that's one I go, they got it right. Yep. Except, except for the last lesson he ever taught her was, I'm not running, so I'm dying. Yeah, but that was <laughs> but that prefaced was save with, her. Don't, don't follow me in here yes. or you will die. Yeah. Don't die for nothing. Yeah, you know, do do as I say, not as I do. She, she wasn't going to get to Cersei anyway. It's so. the best kind of advice. No, um. I I still think she should have had some form of closure on Cersei. And again, it's not, I didn't need her to kill her. I didn't even necessarily need her to confront her. I would have actually been fine if she found her dead or trapped yelling on the other side of the brick and her just walking away. Something like that. Is that you, Cersei? Let me put one more brick in. (laughs) (laughs) I, I still think just that piece, because it's been so central to her character for so long but it's been you know the the list and everything else and it's 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 been so central to her character for so long i just think it would have been nice to have that little piece of closure that did not necessarily have to be her killing cersei i i kind of agree with you but i'm also i'm okay with how it ended because hound released her she she had been on this dark path for for so long and she had been she had been mini hound for so long and then and hound released her and let her go be a person again not just a killer well i'd like to twist that and say he encouraged her but she made the choice he didn't release her she she consciously let go of that revenge as her and, and you saw it reason because it was the first time she i he think had a big ever part in it but she made that choice she called him Sandor, Sandor mm-hmm. for like the first time. Yeah. Always the hound or, or just talking as they're next to each other. Yep. So, so yeah. So I, I say he released her because they had written her to be mini him. And she, he put out the thought that you don't need to be like this. Yeah. If he hadn't said that, 
he just follows her. She just follows him in. True. Yeah. Okay. But again, I'll give you that. <laughs> not to take away, you know, her, her choice. Don't yes. disempower yeah. her. <laughs> it was a lesson. She's no Sansa. <laughs> she needed that man to yeah, find a release. To release her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He had so, a man explain it to her. Yeah. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> if, you know. Yeah. All right, so uh, let let let's bring this let's bring this one to an end. Any uh, final final thoughts on the season and or just the uh, show in general since it's wrapped now? Megan, start with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know what else to say. Honestly, okay. the, I haven't said. I think this this the last season was rushed, disjointed, but it ended up in a spot that I think the ending was satisfactory. It just wish we would have gotten more explanation and get to that point. The series itself, I enjoyed it from the very beginning. It's a show I can rewatch. I mean, can we just talk about the acting? It was fantastic for so many seasons. I wish, I almost wish they would have toned down the CGI this season and we spent more on the characters. And I think that was one of the decisions that they made that I did not agree with. It's, they should have been more focused on the characters and the people, not the CGI. Because I think that's what made the first se- few seasons really great. Um, I, I again, I, I, I love the series. So I might not have liked the season, but I'm not going to judge it just on that alone. And are you signing any petitions that we should be aware of? Uh, no, only the <laughs> petition to undo that petition. Because <laughs> um, I think that's just ridiculous. Because one, I'm like, listen, you can be critical. You can have criticism, you can review things, but at the end of the day, you have creators who put out their art. You might not like it, but you shouldn't petition them to undo it. I just have a hard time with that concept. Yeah, uh, the the geek fandom has really taken a dark turn here in the last few years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, and you wonder why... <laughs> People kept it under wraps and bottled up until <laughs> recently. See, they they let you out and look how you. We can't have we nice things, to- and we can't take you out in public. Having some random beatings, just to have jocks walk into a comic store and be, you just shut up, okay? A wedgie stuff every now and then. Back into the locker. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. I. If anybody asked me to sign a petition, I would say not today. But- <laughs> You know nothing. But I know nothing. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of like when you're packing for a vacation and you start out and you pack that first bag. <laughs> Jordan's got a little trauma thing going on over there from going on vacations with me or preparing for them. Not today. Not today. Uh, but you start out packing and the first bag is all perfectly folded and planned and everything. And then, you know, then it's five minutes before you're leaving and you're just shoving crap in the car because you got to get on the road. And that's kind of how season eight felt to me. <laughs> But so, so true. Stop crying, so Jordan. <laughs> it's it sad because it's so true. Yes, in our house, anyway. But yeah, if it was look, if you look at it in terms of like a movie, if I went to a movie and I didn't like the last five or ten minutes, but it got to the ending that made sense in some way, I wouldn't be like, oh, I hated that movie. So I don't know if that's an apt comparison but yeah i'm I'm with megan i really liked the show the show i enjoyed it i i had complaints along the way here and there but overall i i I thought it was great i loved the acting i i liked a lot of the dialogue that was written 
at least up through the first seven seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think it was mostly time well spent. <laughs> All right, Jordan. This could have been an excellent show overall. This last season took the shine off the apple. It does, to my mind, diminish everything that came before it. So instead of being an excellent show, it's just very good. I've enjoyed it from start to almost finish. <laughs> um, there's very little in this season that I like or agree with. And the ending to me is not logical. And that's, that takes, that takes away from everything that came before it. But I don't regret. Uh, <laughs> Regrets. You have a few. I, I do have a few. <laughs> so I've said it before. I don't think the source material is that strong. And I think they did the best they could with the source material. And that's a compliment to them, not to Germ. I enjoyed watching it from start to almost finish. And I don't want to rewatch it, but I rarely rewatch TV. I am of the opinion that, yeah, it's, I enjoyed the season or the, the series. I think it is excellent TV. I do think they did a, a great job. Unlike you, obviously, I, enjoy the source material more than you ever did. In fact, I'm responsible for getting probably half of Rochester to read those books. Yeah, you're a bastard. <laughs> um, so you and Gerald, no, it's a good book. Give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> and yet you read them. I'm not buying the next one if it ever comes out. <laughs> had a spare eight weeks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I enjoyed the series overall. Uh, I love the most of the casting, I think the acting was was awesome uh, and and amazing. The er, early on, there are a few people that I didn't think were cast properly. Can we just talk about for one second? We don't have to, but I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> Littlefinger's wandering accent. That's all. <laughs> well, it comes and goes with his time travel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what time he's coming he's back said. from. But it, seemed, it was nice he passed that on to all the other characters somehow <laughs> after he was gone. <laughs> But great actor. But yeah. yes, the 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 last the last season fell way apart for me, especially towards the last three ish episodes. I did not really like the ending. Some even with some of the wrap up on the last episode, where pieces of it I could agree with. I don't like the rush that it how they got there on some of it. But I don't think I've wasted my time. I'm not signing any petitions. And yeah, give it a little bit of time. I'd probably rewatch some of it. And I know Megan started rewatching some of it leading up to season eight. And I think both Megan and I have also reread the books several times and probably have to do that again when the next one, <laughs> if the next one comes out. So yeah, um, the only other thing I think I want to kind of end with, obviously they're, they're doing some potential prequel shows. I don't know if people will be interested in that. The one they're not doing that everybody keeps hoping they're doing, they're not doing Aria. Uh, they've already said they are Gendry not. Already did. <laughs> <laughs> they already said they are not doing anything in the current timeline. Uh, they want to let what happened stand alone. So everything that they're developing right now is prequels. As much as everybody hoped it was going to be Arya the Explorer, it's not happening. With my backpack. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this special episode. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for. Uh, you know, we always talk about you listening to us is like hanging out with us at a game table. Uh, you just basically heard us hanging out at a game table with the four of us. <laughs> Let me float one last idea. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Given the uproar on the internet, I'm sure a large chunk of our listener base has just canceled HBO. <laughs> so why don't you take some of that subscription money and visit our <laughs> Patreon page? <laughs> wow. I don't even sell that Talk hard. Talk about marketing. <laughs> wow. I don't even sell that hard. <laughs> you won't regret it. <laughs> why are we canceling, Man. though? Deadwood is coming on in a few weeks. <laughs> That's like eight years too late. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So I'm Jeff King. And I'm the Canadian. Thanks for listening. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to unitedgeeksnetwork.com where you will find the Game Crafter official podcast a weekly podcast dedicated to the tabletop game print-on-demand company, The Game Crafter, and its growing community. The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com. Where we unleash the bomb Jeff and Jordan From coast to coast Best of the best The number one host So put up your cups and toast Cause here the end we approach But come back for more raps More fun, more laughs More this, more that Up and down the mat Cause we geeked up And thanks for showing love We give up viewers thanks With knowledge in the bank Cause y'all are top rank And never should be spanked So thanks for tuning in And giving us a spin Cause here we win, win, win that's how we always been. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. Till next time, stay chill. Stay trill. Do what you like and like how you feel. Because y'all are the real deal. Holy feel. Do you want me to come around and share your mic? And Sarah shares a mic with Jordan. They look so. They look so excited. Wow! About it. <laughs> They're both like, oh, okay, both of you can come around to share a mic with me. Then <laughs> See, you can you can get us. We just got to get closer. And so, Megan, what did you think of the show? <laughs> did you have onions for lunch? <laughs> I did not. Me either. But I licked some garlic before I left the house. Awesome. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Let's do this. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, yeah? Don't look away. Don't oh, look away! No. Creepy. Eye contact at all times! Creepy. And now... Creepy paper. Now that we have uncomfortable eye contact, <laughs> here's a banana. Ew. Can I say creepy paper? No. Just <laughs> no more. Please, no. creepy paper. No. A, they haven't seen it yet. I know, but... B, you've worn that out. You've worn it out. I like creepy Worn, people. worn out. What are we talking about? Game of Thrones. I thought you knew why we were down here. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Natayo's texting about coming to pick her dog up. That was an awkward pause. Did we start? Natayo's texting about coming. Yeah, this is all part of this, this is all part of the blooper reel now. Okay. Let's do this. Are we wasting tape?
Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>